Nothing else matters because we have blackened American whiskey distiller Rob Dietrich joining us right here on the Music Universe podcast. Oh, Matt, how you doing? I'm good. I'm dressed for my next thing, which is a political thing. Not wearing what you'll see me wear in the interview, uh, but I have to go from one tape to the other. So I'm just dressed and I think blue and purple match the background quite well. Yeah, it does. Um, now, are you... Have you gotten drunk yet off uh, off this little uh, bottle of... Uh, I'll tell bottle? you what, I did the other day. I took it, <laughs> you'll see in the interview, I take a swig and then it, it about halfway through, it just drops and I feel it. So... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. we're going to... Uh, I got mine after the interview, as mm -hmm. uh, you're going to see during the interview. And um, I haven't tried it yet. We're going to take Rob's uh, suggestions and we're going to taste this bad boy. You do during the interview, but we're going to yep. take his suggestion and try that way as soon as we're done with the interview. So stick around. You know, and I had no clue that Metallica was involved. I thought this was just some guy who had a process. I didn't know what blackened whiskey was because I'm not a drinker. But uh, this was really, really fascinating. So have a, have a listen. Go pour some whiskey and then let's have a toast afterwards. Have a listen. All right, Rob Dietrich, distiller with blackened American whiskey. I have here uh, batch number 114 from the Black Album. Really, really exciting stuff going on over at your distillery. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. Before we begin, though, I, have, I got these today. I have not tested it yet. I'm not a drinker whatsoever, uh, and I've never done this on any podcast I've ever done. Uh, so I'm just going to put a little bit in there like that. I'm going to try this out. I have nothing but ice in here. I'm going to try this. Very good. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. So, you know, generally if you're, uh, if you're trying a whiskey for the first time. Yeah. Um, Tell me what, what I did wrong, please. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, what I, what I like to do is just generally nose it. So I'll put it in an empty glass without ice and nose mm. it. You're going to get a lot of the, the aroma uh, pick up some of the, uh, you know, the, the aspects of the whiskey. And then uh, usually when you're taking a first sip, you're going to kind of let it roll over the back and the sides of your tongue. Yeah. And then that will acclimate your mouth a little bit. And then that second sip, you're going to get a lot more of the flavor profile from it. Oh, wow. Uh, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. That was great. Yeah, I'll try that. I'm going to save that. We, we got more stuff coming up here. He, buddy has to get his. So I love those tips. I'll do those when we do our wraps yes. after Excellent. this interview. So <laughs> yeah, how did you, how'd you get involved in... Uh, Metallica's official uh, whiskey here. What's your story, sir? Well, not that it, uh, not that it probably would have made a difference, but I was, I was a Metallica fan first and foremost. Oh wow! Uh, you know, like that was a uh, uh, probably in seventh grade, I think, is when I first heard Master of Puppets for the first time. So you know, mm. I've been a, a lifelong Metallica fan, uh, and I've I've been making whiskey for about 15, 15 years now. Um, and I originally started out in uh, with with Stranahan's Colorado whiskey. I was their master distiller and, um, and the, you know, the original master distiller for blackened was the, uh, the legendary Dave Pickerel. Uh, mm -hmm. this guy was well-renowned for his, uh, just his expertise in the craft distilling industry. And when Metallica came up with the idea to, to create their own, their own whiskey, you know, they, they really wanted to find someone who was a, a master of the craft, just as they're masters of music. They wanted to find someone who was a master of, of cre uh, creating whiskey, and that was Dave. Uh, and Dave really, uh, you know, he wanted to kind of pull out the stops and create something uh, incredible. And that was 
um, you know, a blend of all these great whiskeys. And I'll, I'll get into the, the, the depth of the whiskey later, but it was, um, uh, you know, something that, that was really important for Metallica to create a whiskey that could stand independently on its own. You know, and that's why you don't, you know, you don't see Metallica anywhere on the bottle. If you're a Metallica fan, you obviously will recognize, you know, um, Blackened as, you know, the name of one of their songs, also their, their record label. Um, and for the whiskey enthusiasts, you know, they're going to recognize it as being a nod to uh, some part of the process of, the, of making the whiskey. Um, I got involved, uh, you know, there was Dave passed away um, in November of 2018 at an event that I was at in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me um really kind of in a way kind of died with his boots on you know he he was at a whiskey fest he was doing what he loved and uh it was very sudden and you know we obviously we're kind of a close-knit group of uh, folks in, in, the, in the distilling industry so it hit us pretty hard but he um uh at that point you know i i had uh someone from the metallica team had reached out to me uh, and, uh, and asked me if I was interested in taking up the mantle of, uh, of creating and, uh, making black and whiskey, which I was, I was absolutely ecstatic to, uh, to, to be on that list. There was a, there was definitely a list of folks that were looking at. Well, I know that, uh, this celebrates the 30th anniversary of the black album that, uh, I, I have to admit that's when I first was introduced to Metallica. I wasn't mm-hmm. a heavy metal guy. But then when I went back and checked out their catalog, Master of Puppets is like the best heavy metal album, in my opinion, especially from that era. So what does it mean to you to actually get to distill the it's a unique process that, you know, explain what you can of it. I know you can't explain everything, but what is it like to actually put this iconic album in to this whiskey? I I mean, it's I think it's 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 the perfect storm. You know, I really. uh... Uh, for me, it's, you know, the whiskey is incredible. Um, you know, we're, we're, and, and to kind of speak on uh, the process and what we're, what we're uh, doing with the music and the whiskey and uh, specifically the black album. Um, and that is our, you know, that's our sonic enhancement process. So to break down the whiskey, uh, we are a, an American whiskey blend. So we create, uh, we take whiskeys from, uh, you know, Tennessee bourbon, Kentucky bourbon, Indiana rye. Uh, Indiana bourbon, Canadian rye, and we'll blend all these together. These are all aged for an average of eight years in white American oak uh, with a number three char. And at that point, we'll take those the, that blended whiskey together. We'll, we'll uh, finish it. We'll do what we call cask finishing in black brandy barrels, which is Spanish mm-hmm. brandy. Um, at that point, we are applying our, uh, our, our black noise sonic enhancement process. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a whiskey nerd first and foremost. So, you know, I, I love getting into the little details and the minutia of, of how a whiskey is made from grain to bottle from, you know, where the water comes from, where the grain comes from, what kind of yeast you're using. Um, but when it came to the sonic enhancement, I was just completely intrigued and blown away by the concept. And, uh, and, and what I loved about it is that there's science behind it. There's some, some very, um, very solid science there, you know, uh, just as, Dave was a master of his craft. Metallica is a master of their craft. I'm a master of my craft. Um, we reached out to Meyer Sound, which is the company that creates that wall of sound for Metallica. They do they, they build their proprietary um, speakers for their their mm. touring and as well as uh, as, as well as their uh, studio shows. And they uh, so we got together with them. They created a proprietary device that plays, of 
course, Metallica music uh, at a very low frequency. And uh, when you mm. have music at a low frequency like that, it creates a very rapid vibration. Um, you know, we've all been at a concert where you've walked in front of a speaker and you just feel that vibration in your chest. You're just feeling that motion, that movement in there. Uh, yeah. That's exactly what's happening inside the barrel when we're playing uh, the music at that low frequency. So, you know, every batch has a batch number at the top of the bottle. Uh, here's, here's, here's the bottle right here. Let's see if I can, um, yeah, that right well. there, you know, so you got a batch number. Um, so you can look up, you can go to blackandwhiskey.com. You can look up that batch number, see which band members selected the playlist uh, that was used to sonically enhance that, that batch. And you can actually um, take a photo of it with your, your phone and it will populate on your Spotify and you can actually listen to that, uh, you know, to that set list, uh, so to speak, oh, for the playlist. That is and of so course, cool. with yeah, and with the black with the black album, we uh, we released a uh, you know just a, honoring the uh, the anniversary of of the black album. We uh, we we played the entire black album in our sonic enhancement process for batch one fourteen, and did a special special edition uh, black and whiskey uh, pack. So it comes oh, in wow. a box. Um, this is actually the first, let's see where, here we go. Yeah. You can see uh, we've got the iconic uh, uh, iconography there. And, uh, and of course, you know, the black whiskey box. Uh, inside the box also came a, uh, what we call the snake bite uh, recipe booklet. So you got a little, a little fold out uh, booklet with all the different uh, recipes you can have on there. Uh, some information on the bands and, uh, and the brands. And then you get your own, let's see here, um, challenge coin. So you oh, got nice. uh, blackened on one side and then you've got uh, the Metallica iconography on the other side. So it's just, for me, it's just, a, it's such an honor to be a part of such a cool project like that um, to really tie in my passion of music uh, and my passion for making whiskey um, all together and kind of culminating in this, uh, this, this black album, special, uh, special limited edition pack. Yeah. How limited, how limited is limited? How many um, bottles, how many packages, like what you just showed us are going to be available? Uh, those are, they are available now. Uh, mm -hmm. So it is, uh, it is available and you can, you can check out on uh, blackandwhiskey.com. Uh, it's just, uh, we, we don't usually speak like you know, to exact numbers on, on, uh, on a release, but mm -hmm. uh, it is, it is limited. We've only, we're only releasing it once. So um, if you can, if you can find it, definitely pick it up. Now you guys have also done uh, batch 106, which was Metallica and San Francisco, uh, San Francisco Symphony Orchestra S and M two last year. It's a yes, great great album. I went for the deluxe vinyl CD package on that one, and um, you know that won double gold at the 2020 John uh, Burleycorn Awards. So congrats yes. on, on all that with you guys. And then batch 100 was released last summer with two exclusive 12 inch vinyl picture discs featuring 12 Metallica tracks. So it's really cool how you, you guys are going above and beyond. You're not just releasing whiskey, but you're putting all these cool little uh, artifacts with it, if you will. Absolutely. I, uh, I was um, uh, very honored again. Uh, the band asked me to select those 12 songs for the Batch 100. Uh, and they originally, um, I, I sent those to Lars and he was going to call it down to six songs. So he said, pick, you mm -hmm. know, pick 12 songs. I'll call it down to six. We're going to release a, a, a one vinyl record uh, whiskey pack. And he liked all the songs so much that I had selected. He said, no, forget it. We're going to, we're going to release a, a two record uh, whiskey <laughs> pack. Instead, we're using all the music, um, which to me was just super cool. It was a lot of fun um, being a part of that project. And, and, you know, again, it was an honor that they 
asked me to select the songs and they got made into a record. I mean, that's um, a lot of fun. I'm a huge uh, vinyl collector. I, I've got probably about 2,500 records. And, wow. uh, and, you know, so for me, it was so exciting to be able to, to get that and just put it on the record player and play it for the first time. And, and uh, you know, see my ugly mug on there, you know, spinning around. <laughs> it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Well, since you inspired that one so much, be honest, did they give you the very first pressing? Uh, no, I, they didn't. Uh, I didn't even really, didn't really even think about that. That probably, uh, hopefully that's ended up at the, uh, at the HQ, at Metallica mm -hmm. HQ. That'd be, um, cause I know, I know they like to collect, you know, they've been very good at collecting, uh, all, you know, throughout the, throughout the ages. So hopefully, uh, mm -hmm. hopefully they got the first pressing. Yeah. And, uh, I I'm hoping this year, uh, rumors circulating that we're going to see a 30th anniversary deluxe box of this album. What, uh, what songs on that album do you, uh, do you just love that you just can't get enough of? You know, it's such an iconic record. I mean, the, the, the music from it, you know, when I was, when I was in the army, we, uh, we did several deployments and, and it was kind of our anthem, you know, we were Thank using you for the your black service. album. No, no, yes. thank you very much. Thank I appreciate you. That. Thank you. Um, it really meant a lot to us, you know, and I think there's, there's so many songs that have a lot of feeling for me. I mean, Unforgiven is such a great ballad. Um, you know, wherever, wherever, uh, wherever I may roam, I'm, I'm a, oh, yeah. I'm a bit of a nomad myself. So I, you know, that every single song on that record tends to speak to me. So I, I feel like it's really about the, the mood I happen to be in. Um, it's hard to select just one of those songs as being a favorite. I mean, there's so many incredible ones. Yeah, no, you're right. I remember sitting in a band class and we weren't playing for some reason. We got to bring our own music and Inner Sandman was playing. And my best friend at the time and I like, who is that? Like, who, who is this band? He wasn't even introduced to him at that point. And he loves like Sabbath and, you know, all those classic right. bands and instantly we searched for it, found the album. I've got it on DVD audio. So it's 5.1. It's like, that's like the greatest iconic rock album of all time. And to have whiskey to go with it, that was brewed with it or, you know, distilled with it is just really super cool. And, you know, as we're saying this, I don't have my whiskey yet. I'm looking forward to trying it. We're going to try it at the beginning of the episode when we go back and record that. And uh, it, it just, it's going to be fabulous. And what what before we wrap what is it uh what do you expect fans to take from it like is there a certain taste that you're you're expecting them to take well you know each batch is slightly different you know my job as the master distiller and blender is to ensure that every batch uh has the same quality and consistency as the batch before it and then we let the music change those just slight elements to to the whiskey itself mm. so um you know, you're going to be finding, you know, a little bit of sweeter notes from the from the bourbon aspect. That's the sweet, the sweetness from the corn. You're going to get a little spiciness of the rye. Um, mm, there's yeah. going to be almost like a like a hint of of apricot, like almost like dried apricot. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and that I really I feel probably comes from the, the brandy aspect. Um, you're, you're going to find that there's going to be elements of. Uh, um, you know, that just tie it all together when you have the, uh, the, the cast finishing uh, element in there. And of course, you're going to you're going to pick up the flavors from the wood, um, which, you know, oak in itself just um, really lends, you know, lends about 100 percent of the color. Uh, it, it lends 100 percent of the color and about about 50 percent 
uh, about 50% of the uh, flavor profile will be um, from, from the wood itself. So you always want to yeah. start out with the best ingredients, um, but the, 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 the wood is going to give you all that depth of sugar and flavor and all those natural tannins and vanillins in the wood. Are, you're going you're gonna, to uh, find those little subtle notes in the whiskey as well. I love that. You know, what else do you, before we let you go, this will be my last question. What else is up your sleeve as the master distiller? I mean, I know you probably can't divulge too much for focusing on this project, but I mean, what inspires you to be at this cross section of music and whiskey and what ideas in a general sense are you working on for, for maybe the next project? Um, I think the best thing about this job um, and if, if I could call it a job, I mean, I'm, I love, I love what I do. So it's, uh, um, but the, be the best aspect of it is that, you know, I'm working with and for artists, you know, mm -hmm. they're, they, they, uh, you know, the bands is always creative. They're always being creative. They're always thinking outside the box. They always want to do something unique and, and unusual and collaborative. And, uh, and that they've, they've been very good about allowing me to have the freedom to be able to explore within the realm of, of my expertise. Um, and that's, and so I've got some really fun things that are, that are coming up to the future. Um, nothing I can speak specifically about, but I am uh, absolutely ecstatic about some of the, uh, some of the things we've got coming out. And, and again, it's, it's really be being able to have uh, the room to maneuver and, uh, and to, to really just sky's the limit create. Yeah. Love that. Rob Dietrich, thank you so much for being with us. Really appreciate it. It's my pleasure, gentlemen. I've got my glass. It's warm. I got my bottle. I'm drinking from the bottle this time. I didn't bring a glass. Well, I guess I could. Well, I'm going to pour a right. glass like he suggested. So, all right. I'm just going to sniff like now, this. I, I'm going to tell you at this point that we're recording this, I haven't had food in. I, I did. I had breakfast, but... <laughs> I'm in the same to, boat. I just got back from somewhere. Starting to wear thin. So um, let's try it. All right. What's the process? So sniff. Sniff. <laughs> wow. Wait, that sip one where it rolls back and then you do a shot. Well, mine was a little bit of both. Wow. Oh, yeah, you definitely get more after you lube <laughs> yourself up with it. I'm not a drinker. Don't let yeah, this I'm, influence you either. Like, <laughs> I'm not much either, but I'll tell you, I've got this, and we got a couple other different samples of their brand that we're going to try, likely at some point. But uh, thanks yep. to uh, Rob and the team for sending this out to us. Uh, very cool. I love it. I do like it. I do. I'm not yeah. that much of a drinker, but I do like the warm sensation. Mm -hmm. I love the notes of the uh, the sweetness, like he was saying. Yeah. You taste it when you get over the initial shock. You do taste it. <laughs> um, but uh, thanks for watching this fail at drinking whiskey, friends. We love yeah. you. And uh, I'm going to tell you the uh, the bottle will be cleaned up, all three of them, and they will be displayed with the rest of my collectible merchandise but uh you know what's funny is about 13 14 15 hours after our interview with rob metallica announces the 30th anniversary of the black album which you see during the interview i kind of mentioned about it and uh, of course have no fear that happens which rob wouldn't likely be able to tell us much anyway but um 
because he's on, you know, the whiskey side of things, obviously, but uh, it's really cool. Uh, I already have the set pre-ordered. I mean, it's 240 bucks for the massive set, but you get 26 discs. That's 14 CDs, six DVDs and six vinyl records, plus a plethora of other things. And uh, it, it comes out in September, plus a really other cool item that uh, I think you might be even more interested in, Matt, is the, um, the 53 artist compilation where they are tribute, you could say, of the Black album with 11 different versions of mm. uh, Nothing Else Matters. And you have Chris Stapleton, you have John Party, and uh, also um, well, that just Nikki shows you how much covering that song. That just shows you how much Metallica has managed to cross mm. genre and really become a pop band in that way. Um, they would hate that. I don't, they're not doing pop music, but pop was described to me one time as any music that enters the popular mainstream. Mm -hmm. And that's what Metallica has done. Uh, yeah. They popularized heavy metal. They have a lot of Metallica, Metallica metalheads all over the world. And James Hetfield is, is, does a lot. I watched the Ted Bundy movie about two nights ago, the Netflix one with uh, Zac Efron and Jim Parsons. Extremely wicked, shocking, shockingly evil and vile. Mm -hmm. uh, and you blink and you miss it, but James Hetfield plays a cop early on in the movie. Yeah, um, And uh, I didn't even realize it. So, you know, Metallica is just such a, a part of our presence, a part of our presence in our world. And it was it was really interesting to see. And you know what? We might have to go to Vegas to see them if they ever do Vegas. Bring that Probably. up just to tra transition to say I've started packing already. Right. I don't know about you, but we're about two weeks away. Yeah. Um, I have to call United, make sure my flight is the correct date. Uh, but I've started because uh, I got to bring so much gear. I've started doing a little bit of laundry, put stuff away, finishing up with a piece of gear, putting it away for the trip. So right. I've started uh, started working. Uh, around the clock on that so that it's not such a heavy lift uh, over the holiday uh, yeah. before before I fly out. So well, really, really exciting with what's coming up. We are two weeks away from the time we're recording this. It'll be a week when this runs, but uh, it, it, it is exciting. And, uh, you know, as I told Rob that um, the, the Black Album is my introduction into Metallica. So that's why I went all out and got the massive box set that I did not do for the other previous four albums, but uh, um, I'm really looking forward to everything that's coming up with that. And uh, I know they're only playing festivals in the U S this year. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they'll hit uh, Vegas or even LA or wherever. And uh, we can make it a fun trip and uh, see them. I, they're a band I've never seen live. I'm just not into the mosh pits that start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I yep. don't think that I'd want to stand in the pit, but uh, they're one of these bands that do that's sort of do what I call the hot dog way of being center arena, that they're literally in the center of the ice. They're not back up against the, the, the entrance chute where, you know, so that the artists can come in and out. Like, you know, they're not in the round, but back against the side, they're literally in the center, which I think uh, is just really interesting. And James doesn't wear a headset, but there's a bunch of those sure SM uh, sure super 55s, which hang on. One you second. Have one yourself, you're going to show us. Yes, falling over all, all my wires here, but yeah, yeah, here it is. Yeah, that's kind this of his is, thing. He likes to do. This is uh, yeah. Don't do that. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Come on. 
it was, it, yeah, it was funny. Um, no, but he has the black and red Metallica microphone, but it's, mm-hmm. it's this, there's no, nothing different or special. It's, it's this one, which is the mic I, I podcasted on for years and years and years and years. So uh, yeah, very familiar our, uh, with their gears. It's in our podcast photo too, that you're holding there when, yep. when folks see that. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be fun. The whiskey's great. It's available uh, limited batch. Uh, anywhere that uh, they sell blackened American whiskey and it's all American. Obviously it's in the title and it's really cool that it's distilled here in the States, but uh, really, really cool to chat with Rob and to hear that process of how they, they basically um, uh, distill it with the, the sonic booms of the song uh, of the songs of the black album and any other projects that they do and, and the packets that they put together for these things are really cool too. I love it. All right. Well, for the Music Universe podcast, I'm Matt. And um, buddy, thanks for listening or watching on socials. And uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button at tmupod.com. And obviously, always check us out at themusicuniverse.com for the latest news, reviews, and release info. Take care.